So back in January, we ask you all a favor. We want to get Paul's boots down the entirety of the Appalachian Trail. And we need your help. So what we're going to do is put together an Olympic torch-style relay of people to wear or carry Paul's boots down the AT. If you're planning to hike the AT this year, if you've ever thought of hiking a part of AT, even if this is the first time you've ever heard of the Appalachian Trail, let's make this happen. Drop us a line. Hit us up on social media. Send an email. Give us a call. Let us know. Let's make this happen together. My father is turning 70 this year, and the thought of losing him at this stage in my life is very, very difficult. There are many things I want him to see me do before he's gone, like walking me down the aisle at my wedding or seeing my future children and teaching them the, the same things he's taught me. A little over six years ago, I rescued a puppy from Arkansas. With his inspiration, I was able to finally quit smoking, lose about 50 pounds, and rediscover my love of hiking. I was devastated to lose him to cancer at just four years old. You might not be able to see those things happen, which is really sad. I stopped hiking for a bit, and even though I got another dog, I just couldn't quite get my mojo back. Hiking a portion of the Appalachian Trail, along with accomplishing a bigger task than myself carrying Paul's boots, would be extraordinary to have him witness. Paul's boots hitting the trail was just what I needed to stop feeling sorry for myself. I need to do this. My original story was one of desperation and depression. I was lost and sad, so I packed up my four kids and I headed out. I'm an REI employee and an avid backpacker. My story involves lost faith, lost friends, and a layoff that nearly crushed me. My daughters became the first Chinese-born persons to through-hike the HA. I'm training for a through-hike with my son in 2019 to celebrate his high school graduation. When he thinks of me, he'll have 2,100 miles of memories. It changed our lives and saved us. I'm writing this application on behalf of my boyfriend, Doug Zaleski. Doug has contemplated hiking the AT for some time now. Like Paul, Doug is the type of person who inherently prioritizes others above himself. I don't have a miraculous story. I'm 51 years old, a physician assistant, and have been a single mom my whole life. I was an outdoor educator for more than a decade, but eventually found myself in a corner office on the 30th floor of the Empire State Building. Now that my daughter is old enough to stay home alone, I've decided it's time to start living out my dream and passion for hiking one step at a time. I'd like to hike with my husband. He'll return from deployment in Afghanistan in June. My hope is that if Doug is selected to hike with policy, he will do exactly what Melin is hoping for. He will get off his ass and finally commit to hiking part of the AT. I know what these boots will do for Paul's family. The generous culture of the trail will become apparent and help in their healing, just like it did for my family. Any way I can help to make Paul's journey a success and Melin's dream a reality, please let me know. It would be an honor. Let me know how I can help. I'd be happy to fill in any gaps along the trail, wherever I'm needed. We have always known that we belong to an incredible community. But damn, really, guys? That was incredible. You made us laugh. You made us cry. You exceeded our expectations in every way possible. All told, over 400 of you wrote to say you wanted to carry these boots to help Paul live out his dream to hike the Appalachian Trail. We were floored. REI stepped forward to make sure we had the ability to make this happen with more than just funding. When we had an issue, they helped us fix it. They even loaned us manpower to help us sift through all of the responses. Thanks, Anders. You're the man. Everybody worked to make this happen as a community, and it was just, it was playing awesome. 
Mid-January, the postman showed up at the duct tape then beer office. He was carrying three very large shoe-sized boxes with an Australian return address. The boots first hit the trail on March 23rd. All right, whenever you're ready. Spawn ready, bro. All right, we got Paul. He's strapped to my back. We're going to do this. Paul's boots going into West Virginia. Here we go. Hey, guys. Daddy Longlegs and Paul here. Got some good views this morning, Paul. What do you think of that, man? We got about a 30-mile day ahead of us. I don't know if you're up for it, but you don't get a choice. We're getting up to the Grayson Highlands today, which I ponies! Mason Dixon line. Underwhelming sign in the woods. It's noon and it's freezing cold. I can't feel my fingers right now. But we just got some trail magic. We get to go through the guillotine. I call it the guillotine because as you can see, this rock is just lodged. And if it decided to drop right now, <laughs> well, Paul, maybe somebody would be carrying my boots one day. Got to the War Correspondents Memorial Arch just before we started getting pissed on again. I'm Washington, we made it! Woo! Guess where we are? We are at Fontana Dam. We made it! Me and Paul made it! I can tell Lynn one thing right now. I say thank you for sharing Paul's story and his dream with the rest of the world. The AT community loves Paul and they're, they're very glad he's out here hiking the trail. Three pairs of boots have bounced around from one section of trail to another for the last five months. 40 people from age 8 to 70 have helped carry Paul's boots through every state on the AT. As the boots started getting closer to the end of the trail, we realized that something was missing. When we first talked to Malin about this project, we asked if she would be a part of it, to meet the hikers, to see the boots on the trail. She refused flatly. She didn't think her health would allow her to make the long-haul flight from Australia. She hadn't returned to the States in 18 years. But as the letters and the photographs and the videos from the trail began to flood in, she had a change of heart. I went to my doctors and I said, you have to help me make this happen because I'm not staying home. I'm going to the U.S. You, I, I have to do this. At the end of August, Mullen arrived in Maine with Paul's brother, Arthur. Arthur hoped to hike a pair of the boots on the final stretch of the AT to the top of Mount Katahdin. But in the spirit of the project, Arthur was not alone on the trail. David King and his kids, Mariah and Michael, carried another pair of boots toward the northern end of the trail. Duct Tape Then Beer sent Fitz and Isaiah to provide cameras and company. And Thomas Gatman, aka Jabba, aka the real hiking Viking, our first hiker to carry Paul's boots on the AT, left the PCT to finish the last section of the AT he hadn't completed yet. Here's Thomas. Where are we going? Well, we're going to Mount Katahdin northern terminus of the Appalachian Trail. And our objective, our goal, the mission, this whole project mission comes to a head. And we try and assault the top of the mountain, finish the objective, get Paul to the top, the end of the trail. Woo -woo! 
I wish I could have been there at the end of everybody's trail. I, I wish I could have been there to get the boots from everybody as they brought them in. I wish I could have hiked part of the trail. I wish I could have hiked all of the trail, but my health isn't gonna let me do that. So I'm just really grateful for the time I did get out there. I at least got to get to the base of Katahdin. I, I at least got to put my feet on the ground and hug people as they came off. What's it been like, like 450 people volunteered these, to take these boots and like 28 people ended up carrying them. Um, how does that make you feel? Like how, how did you react knowing how many people reached out to help realize your wish? I am in awe of the number of people who have become involved with this. They've seen his boots. They've carried his boots around as if the boots were actually him. They've taken him to dinner. They've introduced him to friends. They've taken photos as if he's still in them, in, in the boots. And I, I watched the amount of fun that people are having with his boots. Uh, it blows me away, the number of people who have said to me, oh, those are Paul's boots just from out of nowhere. The fact that my Australian husband's hiking boots are so recognizable on the Appalachian Trail right now, that's mind-blowing to me. The hikers are just incredible, all of them. You know, what, what do you want to say to those hikers? What do you want to say to them? Oh, I want to say to absolutely each and First of all, I want to hug from each and every one of them. I really do. I want to give each one of them the biggest hug ever. I want them each to know I am so grateful for taking part, for taking good care of my husband's boots, for taking such good care of me out on the trail. I want them to know that I appreciate their efforts. I know from watching how hard that trail is that I know each one of them gets the whole point of the boots that they've treated them with respect. And I, I can't use the word appreciate enough. It's just been incredible. It's just been a magnificent experience for me. Thank you for making this trip. Oh, thank you for making it happen. <laughs> really. Coolest project I've ever worked on. <laughs> Wish I didn't have to worry about it. I know. I know. I know. But like, I think that there was never any illusion that we could make things right with what has happened. Yeah. But I heard in your letter the ability to make things right in others' lives. Yep. And I think that we've done that. They're not just boots anymore. And they're not just my husband's boots anymore. They're just a whole new thing. There's always going to be another dish to wash or a bed to make or laundry to do. But your time with people is short. And it's limited. And our time here 
is limited. And I, I lost sight of that with Paul. We both did. So, yeah, if I could say anything to anybody on, on following your dreams, it's, it's really important to get out there and do the stuff that feeds your soul, that feeds your brain, that makes you feel this is what life is all about. And, and I think that's the thing that I always saw in every one of the campers' faces, in every one of the photos, is that kind of flush that you get, that pink cheek flush that you get when you're out there doing something you really love doing. And that's important. Is there anything else that you want to say? Never underestimate the power of a letter. All I did was write a letter. And there are so many times we don't write those letters. We don't reach out. We don't ask for help. And we need to because it's that one little letter that reaches somebody, that reaches somebody else, that reaches somebody else, that starts the ball rolling to make things happen. So if you don't know, we have also spent the last nine months working on making a film about this project. And we are in the midst of editing. It's like crazy. It's coming out in a few weeks. So keep your eyes out on social media. Keep your ears peeled. Um, The film launches October 10th. Check it out at REI.com. I know we said this before, but this project would truly not have been possible without the incredible support of REI. From the moment we came to them with Malin's first letter, they stepped up and asked how they could help. We truly couldn't ask for a better partner to make this happen. A huge thanks to Malin, to every one of the hikers, and to everyone who volunteered to help make this project a reality. We all help each other achieve dreams. Thank you so much for helping us achieve ours. Oh man, it is that time of year again, mid-September, fall. It's getting colder and darker, which means three things. It's time to get new batteries for those bike lights that died back in April, time to figure out what ski pass you're going to get, and it is time for you to send us your tales of terror. Got a scary story? Write it up, 1,000 words or less, and email it to editor at ducttapethinbeer.com by the end of the month. We look forward to reading them. Music today by Amy Stolzenbach and Publish the Quest. The episode was produced by Jen Altschul, Becca Call, Anya Miller, Isaiah Branch Boyle, and me, Fitz Call. You have been listening to The Dirtbag Diaries. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>